Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Sure subject warning. Tonight's podcast contains material that some people may find objectionable. That's fine. Not every podcast is going to be for everyone. All I would suggest is check out another episode of this podcast and have a great evening. Everyone else, you've been warned. Hi, this is Jamie Shokin, host of Webcomics Reviews and Interviews. This morning, we're talking with Brandon Shapiro and Matt Miller, creators of Relying on the Benjamins. So sit back, relax, and let the Geek Fest begin. Hello, I'm Brandon Shapiro. What's going on? And I'm Matt Miller. Pleasure to be here. Man. So tell us a little bit about the show. So Relying on Benjamins is uh, about two best friends, Benjamin and Benjamin. And their dashing canine companion, Ashton, who embark on an epic musical adventure. And, you know, the Benjamins, uh, you know, the dog Ashton, who's, you know, the most beautiful dog they've ever seen, soon gets discovered and hired at Von Winkle's talent agency for dogs yeah. in New York with the Benjamins as Ashton's handlers. They deal with relationships, money, marijuana, and arrival or two along the way. Anything can happen with the Benjamins. <laughs> they have no clue, and neither do you. That's the little, you know, the narrator... Yeah. Elevator yeah. pitch. Right. And also to break that down in simpler terms, it's, it's essentially just two best friends who uh, are in a financial burden and they get picked up by uh, a dog talent agency because of their beautiful dog. And their dog gets them out of financial burden through all sorts of crazy musical adventures. Boom. Yeah, you guys are definitely having a little too much fun with that. <laughs> A little too much fun. How is that possible? Tell me that. Yeah, we're trying to have fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> how, is, how is having too much fun a thing? You've got an interesting cast of characters and nothing else. There's nothing else. You've got the antagonist of the homeless man. That's right. The homeless man. Mary Jane pops up every once in a while with good advice. Yeah, that's right. Our spiritual and herbal guide, guider. And, of course, all the people at the uh, lovely agency. Yes, and, uh, you know, the well, we, we've only met a few at this point, but uh, it's fun because there's a lot of ensemble characters that we get to be while we portray, you know, random people at the talent agency who come in and out. So, the obvious is, where did you guys come up with the idea for all these guys, for all this, for the, basically the podcast? Yeah, that goes about five years back. Five years back, it was very simple. It started just with having, like, you know, just wanting to create and write something. Um, we're two actors, you know kind of freshly moving to New York. I had been here a year before Matt got here. Yeah. Um, but the idea came out from a title and a joke, really. That's how it started. So uh-huh. Matt kind of came up with the title relying on Benjamins just because, like, so what exactly? Like, how- it was kind of, like, along the lines of, like, Brandon had this had this joke of him, like, talking on the phone to someone, like, as an audience member, you really, really wouldn't know who he's talking to. And he's kind of, like, you know, going at it, going at it. And it ends with him saying, fuck you, Grandma. And so when you when you heard that, and it was a whole, like, kind of joke that was happening, we kind of were talking, we've been, like, discussing on writing something, trying to, like, kicking some ideas around. We were talking about, like, you know, we're roommates, we should write what we know about, two roommates in New York, but that's been done a million fucking times. So we're like, all right, so let's just kind of, uh, let's kind of try to make it fresh and different. And then we kind of came up with, like, you know, if our two, our two main, our two main characters had the same name, Benjamin and Benjamin, like, we just kind of came up with Benjamin, and Kind of came out uh, the idea with like 
Benjamin, our names, Benjamins meaning money. So relying on each other, relying on the money that they make. You put those two together, we're relying on Benjamins. So kind of like a short version of how he came about. And obviously a lot more happened than that, but uh, that's kind of the overall. We started writing it as a TV show. Um, For the most part, this whole whole process was making it as a television show, not as an audio musical podcast. So so the whole time, you know, there was no narrator, which is a big part of the podcast, having the narrator guide you through the story. But the um, the TV show version, we spent about three years basically trying to, to just just rewriting it constantly, just trying to make it better and better, and and filming versions of it, even, yeah. where we we filmed uh, like a you know like, like a mini a mini mini thing that we did, and then we kept working on it, and then we tried raising money on Kickstarter to film like a pilot of it, so we then filmed like a video for the Kickstarter that was like a mini version of our episode, but the Kickstarter didn't end up working out, which was actually a, a good thing, because that led to eventually down the road deciding yeah. to do the podcast, but it was a long process, yeah. and it was just constantly, for me, like for me specifically, trying to just like consume my favorite television shows and movies and music constantly, like I just, I, I have it in my headphones, I'm constantly listening to music, and so like because I composed music in the in the show, like I, I, I need to constantly have good ideas from artists that I love, and I'm being like, oh, I love when they do something like this. What can I learn from that and put into my own work, and like maybe try to emulate and do something very similar to that. So every day, it's just it's just kind of adding more and more to the show. Like we're even coming up with new things for it now. Yeah. Even though we have so much built into our world already, there's still so much potential for more things to come. Right. So. So it's been a long process, and then um, well, now we're in a, a more fun part because yeah. we're actually making the episodes now, and the episodes are actually coming out. For years, it was just working, working, trying to do something, but now we have this podcast version of it, and now we're uh, doing one episode a month, and we started January first, yeah. and now uh, we you know we'll have a new episode out, you know, uh, like nine, ten days from now. Right, and uh, also like, once that world's already created, which we spent so many years doing, it makes it really that's where the fun starts with the writing because then. You have such a world that you can create in, and then pretty much with this kind of show in any cartoon animated series, like the writers have full liberty to almost do what they want with it. So it's been so much fun to kind of just live in that world and just kind of, like you said, we're having too much fun, I guess. But, you know, we're, uh, you know, that's something that uh, guilty is charged. It's definitely guilty of that. But, but like Matt said, definitely like having established that world already, like makes it so yeah. much more fun that's to great. write because, yeah. like, I truly can picture myself. Like thinking like these characters, and I, and they've been in my head for years. Yeah. So like I don't have to be like, what is this? like I I kind of just have first instincts a lot of the time, and a lot of the time it, it like the first instinct of like where direction of the story to go kind of like works right. out if you keep going with it. Yeah. Sometimes we come up with something where we're like, no, let's scratch that, let's not go down that. But way. also maybe if we scratch it, we can use it later. Absolutely. That, so it's that, like that, uh, that's a big thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Matt just said, using things later that you don't use don't. now. In a race yeah, thing. That's so important. So <laughs> I, I, I have made such an effort over these years, like writing everything down, because I, I might not need this joke later. I might not need this lyric later or melody later, a, a voice recording on my phone, or but I can use it, at, you know, at some point. So um, trying to make every every piece of work that you do for it useful and not like wasting any time, yeah. even if it's not right for the show now, you could use it for something later. Sure. So that was a very long answer to that first question. Yeah. But. <laughs> Hey, yeah, it's sort of interesting. Everybody has their own approach to the Kill Your Darlings theme, so it's sort of interesting. Uh, you know, some people just simply delete everything and don't worry about it, and other people, like you said, you know, keep it in a notebook somewhere and hope that you can yeah, yeah. useful. 
Yeah. It's just learning what's good for you. Like if you need a notebook or if you do, for me, I'm a person who like, I need to have a computer and I need to be able to organize it. So I use Evernote. Um, this just note taking uh, app that's been very, I've used it since college, but it's been very useful for me because I can just stay super organized with like folders of the world. Like these are all the staff members in this yeah. world. These are the dogs in the world, you know, like just, just pages of, of anything that could help um, organize the yeah. show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you guys sit down to write something, how basically what's your process on that? For the most part, so when we sit down to write an episode in the past, like, so Brandon does, like, he's on the keys for the most part. Brandon's typing away, and we're kind of just sitting in the same room, kind of just, like, working off each other, like, mm-hmm. kind of doing a lot of improv and just talking. And then when we're, when we're, when we're uh, writing scenes together, it'll be just, um, I mean, honestly, it'll be, we'll sit down and we'll just do a scene, like, we'll just kind of speak it out how it would sound. And then while we're speaking, Brandon's just kind of typing away in the sense of like getting what we write down, kind of throwing up on the page and then cutting back. So it'll be like, and then when it comes to the music, because of this show, it's like Brandon, you know, he does the music and he composes all the music. And then also what you hear on the podcast is all completely like produced by him. So there's a very specific like uh, formula to write for this kind of show because it all ties into the music. So it's all very quick pace. It's not very, it's not the only time it gets wordy is when the narrator's speaking in Von Winkle pretty much because it's all like, it all is adding to the story, but it's very much along the lines of us kind of sitting in a room together, you know, doing what we got to do, like kind of working off each other. And then, you know, Brandon's on the keys just typing away there and we're just kind of, uh, we're just letting it, letting our ideas flow. We're not erasing anything. And then when we do erase it, we cut back and we kind of chop up all the fat there. For sure. And like, you know, especially like when you're just trying to get your ideas on a page, like I'll know I want this care. Like I want my character to say, like this sentence at some point, yeah. it doesn't, ha- I don't know where in the episode, but I know like, Oh, that's a great thing for him to say. Just yeah. like having a moment where he does this. Yeah. And then maybe like building the entire episode just around that. And that moment could be so unimportant in the episode, but that's at least how you start somewhere. Yeah. And it's kind of like, like Matt said, like throwing up on the page, just like throwing out sentences, throwing out an idea. Oh, I want Carl Salad to do this. Yeah. Oh, I want the narrator to say this. Right. Oh, I want Amber Santini to come in and do that. Like just, and just knowing, okay, like, then we can do this, and then maybe this scene will come before that, and then pretty yeah. soon you have, like, still, it's very messy, yeah. but you're starting to have pictures of things blending and folding together. And and also kind of going off that again is, like, it always helps uh, for and me and I'm sure for us, honestly, to have uh, an ending to your episode and also the beginning of the next episode. So when you end an episode, it's like you, you have a place that you're writing towards and then you, you have the beginning of the next episode. So you can kind of make that make sense into it. If you're making like a long kind of um, uh, a kind of a story, like a, a longer story that we're making for relying on Benjamins, it always helps to kind of write toward towards an ending point. Right. Yeah, and then just like writings for the shits of it, like shit and shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. It's like you're writing for an ending specific point and then you're able to make it make sense along the way. And especially with like the world building that we've done, you know, there's like, like you can put just Easter eggs in episodes and yeah. just things that, you know, like this will be an episode 16 episodes from now, yeah. but I'm going to drop this little thing in there to show you that we, we've been planning this and it doesn't need to be a big part of things now, but like, at least just showing that like nothing is like by accident. We're, yeah. we're like, we're very careful about the things we put in and like, and, and for me, like, like also talk about the music. When you oh, like, like, so, yeah. so the music too, like for me, it's yeah. such a different process too, because I'll spend like so much of, of, of 
you know, of making this is, is me just like, just sitting, spending hours and hours, like composing these things, which is its own thing. But then besides that, then trying to piece it all together, I'll see certain parts in scripts will be like, you know what, like this whole set, like scene right here, this could be hilarious sung. And then I'll be like, now I'm going to give myself like three more hours of work because I see potential to make this one moment better. And now I want to compose all this extra music and like make this now like a musical moment. And then I realize, Oh crap, my, my software is glitching. I have to now remake this entire thing. So it's like, it's also learning to do so much work so you can do your work. There's a lot of, I'm dealing with so many files composing all these things for the music that like, I'm so thankful if 997 of them work and three of them are glitching. That's, that's great. That's, but like, when you're dealing with like thousands of files, like, you know, it's not going to be perfect every time. Yeah. So sometimes I'll spend a lot of work on things that I've, I've maybe been slowly building for years. And then like, I'll have to redo it. That actually happened to me this month with one of the major songs in the episode. I've had to, been having to spend a lot of time just redo the work I've already done, but that's part of it. That's yeah. part of where I am. And that's just part of how the software is. And you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm fine with doing those things because I get such great golden moments from like a moment where I know, Oh my God, like then we're going to have a, like a, a musical scene with this thing happen. And then I can start picturing it. And then like, when I get those, like in, when I get those things that come to me, it makes it so worth it. It's just like, Oh my. And then I just get so inspired to like start working on a scene and just spend all my time in it. So sometimes the hours fly by. Sometimes it can be a little more stressful, but in, in the end it's a, uh, it's, it's a crazy process with, so many different elements coming together to make the show that you listen to. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you guys, like you said, when I see you're having a little too much fun, it's just you're having, there's definitely that uh, improv feel to it, to it. You know, it's just there's a lot of weirdness going on. And so it's sort of interesting to see you actually have an actual concrete built world that you've actually built on all this, or more actually built for it. Oh, improv, absolutely. And like there's certain moments where, like they are improv. I'd say about 5% of the show, maybe even less, is improv. But that's just from like extending certain lines or moments or like, you know, me like say, me saying another line that I'm just adding, you know, because I feel like doing like whatever it is. Yeah, it's uh, like so not everything was perfectly scripted out, but then I'll go back into the script later. And if I improv it and it's in the episode, then I'll add it to the actual script and then make it like, OK, that's what the script is now. That's what, it, you know, so we got to be open to that kind of things. Sure. Yeah. Strictly on a trivial side, when you guys use the script format, do you have an actual set format to it, or is it just pretty much whatever comes up? Uh, you mean like in the sense of writing a script in like a, a standard like cartoon or animated like script format, or like? Oh uh, yeah, basically. Um, uh, we kind of have our own. Kind of have our own. Thing. Like we we stick to like we <laughs> use a similar font, the Courier yeah. font. Like that's what I think the actual format uses. Courier new or something, um, and we keep it all in the middle, like normal scripts do. Yeah, um, it's and you know we have the the. Our character's name in caps, right? And but a lot of times we don't use like interior, exterior, like yeah, because the, the tone. Like, no, none of that because the narrator will deliver all yeah. the information you need to know for that. Yeah, and also it's like those kind of scripts are like really crucial for like filming. So like you know the film like director and everyone can know like we're all on the same page. But when we're making this and we're, it's just for us because we're making it. Now, granted, if this were to turn into like a cartoon series one day, then we'd have to probably go back and do some like readjusting to stuff. But like. Just for the purposes of making the script functional for our for us to like have it work for the uh, episodic musical podcast, like now nah, we kind of just do whatever we want with it. Okay, yeah. It's also I noticed you guys use shall we say an unreliable narrator. Is that on purpose or on happy accident? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's a decidedly unreliable narrator. Uh, oh, unreliable, yeah. It's totally us. Uh, yeah, very, very on purpose. Yeah, yeah, it's totally on purpose. It came from just like when writing, improving with things, and yeah. then like just being like, oh, well, that actually be really f- like like adding to the line that was written yeah. and being like, well, but he certainly wouldn't want to do that because that'd be freaking stupid. And, and, then, being, line and then being like, well, wait, that'd actually be funny if he said that yeah. into the show. And then it kind of just like, it made us laugh. It just, it, that's the thing is like, for right now, like for right now with what this is, we're writing for what we think is funny. Yeah. And like, if that's like, and, and that kind of came across with like, Brandon was like, we were recording one night and Brandon was doing some, like doing the lines and also like kind of like, he coughed and kind of like, excuse me, and just like went on and kind of. Oh yeah, like, in the first episode when right. I go, um, okay, something about, <coughs> excuse me, and that was okay. actually a cough. Like that I was, was actually like, coughing. I was redoing my line, but it sounded funny to keep yeah. it in there because the narrator is unreliable. He doesn't know what's going on. He's not perfect. His, his information isn't fully backed up. You I don't get paid enough for this, man. Yeah, he doesn't get paid. You know, he's yeah, just doing right. his best. Right. So that definitely is all on purpose in the sense of, and that's kind of what we're talking about. Like five percent, maybe less of it is improv in the sense of. Yeah, like, we're just kind of having fun, spitting on the mic, and then from there, it's just, like, we'll take a chop what we have. And then, like, I like my, I can't, st- like, I love working on this show. So, like, when, during quarantine and stuff, like, it was actually, I, I got a lot of work done because yeah. I, I was just having a lot of time. And I actually wrote a few episodes, like, on my own. That, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this would be awesome, and this would be awesome. And then, like, and then I bring it to Matt, and then he puts awesome ideas into it. And then it's like, so there's no perfect process where it is, but there's so many cool ways that, like, we can still come come up with an episode with this show. Yeah. So it's like it's and then it'd be cool. Maybe even one day, like then we have a team of writers working with us, and like now we have like a bunch of different people's brains on this. Like right now, it's still pretty much like two brains on this. Yeah. And then we have uh, Hartley, uh, who plays uh, the character Harvey Blurk in the show. Um, he will throw some ideas out as for two that yeah. are great, and um, you know, help improv and stuff like that. Yeah. How thick is the Bible on this? I mean, is he's pretty much a thing in Evernotes, or you guys actually oh, I mean, have a. So, yeah, 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 so over like pretty much over the four and a half years, I mean, this thing is huge. I I have file after file on Evernote of just different things. So, okay, so if if you were to break it down, the Bible is, I mean, it's massive. It's it's massive. So right now we like besides the the five episodes that are out, I have concept script plans for up to episode 70. And then I have. Um, in between those, pretty much up to episode like twenty, like actual scripts written for it. Yeah. And then I have, let's see. Oh, I would say this is like a hundred and fifty scripts that are could be episodes that you can kind of fit anywhere into the story. That are like, okay, maybe this will be like a hundred episodes later in the series because I'm like, I'm not just planning to write a show with Matt. That's like, oh no, this is going to be you know just a couple year thing. I'm yeah. like going like, all right, if we're going to make this the best thing ever, yeah. it needs to be like thirty years worth of material. It's like very is, like <laughs> Simpsons, like I feel like very yeah, like, like because they've been making shows for thirty years plus the Simpsons, and you know they're one of the best shows ever. But like. It, you know, it can be done with yeah. like with the right attitude and the right team of people or the right, you know, drive. Like and, and then besides those, I do have like honestly, which are more important than those folders of uh, band names, artists and songs that are in the universe that are like fictional bands and artists. I have fictional books. I have a page of fictional businesses and commercials. I have uh, a character list. I have a folder about what the Benjamins did in the years before. I have a folder about all the international dogs of the world that are not just at the talent agency, like the number one dogs everywhere. I have stuff about the city of Clydesdale, the fictional city that we created, which, which is like the best more. city in the world, which you'll keep finding more about in the series. 
Um, you know, uh, there's just a lot. Just point is, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's... And like, I need all these things to write it. And like, I love using that because then at any moment I can just go into it and pull from it. Oh, this thing froze. Hold up. Some of the stuff that's sort of been interesting has been stuff like the, uh, is there a reason you basically have the cursed building with the landlord who dies every so often? Um, uh, yeah, we do. There is a reason. There but is. There are certain things we don't really want to give away. Yeah, right there, we want we want you to think, a is there thing. a reason? Like, that's what we want. Yeah, so. There's a big reason, actually. <laughs> but uh, that's something that we're definitely not going to talk about. Yeah. But, um, if the narrator would say, don't worry about the too much, just keep listening to the rest of the story. Don't think about, you know, the, the, yeah. the landlord. Just, just, just keep having fun with it. Yeah. But yes, there is. And that means uh, if you keep listening, you'll definitely find out. <laughs> so it's yeah like I said there's been a lot of interesting details all through so it's been sort of interesting to keep track of it it's just been like I said there's been a lot of really cool stuff throughout it uh, out of curiosity when you start scripting the music is there actual cue you, or is it actually going to be part of the script or is it just something you basically just note that it has to be done later um, there, it's either like probably one or two options either one I'll just write like a title of like possible song or like the song that I'm thinking of in my head that I want to emulate or I'll actually just put like the character's name and then uh, possible lyrics just in that one spot but like like we've said before like because a lot of the time the script you know when it's being made it'll come up in different um, like just you know sentences here or there so like it'll be kind of the same thing as that it'll just you know not fully developed but just noting in the script all right possibly here this could be lyrics or this could be a song or something like that. Okay. Yeah, it's, I'm just curious because there's a lot of music, so I was curious how you guys coordinated it with the rest of the script. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, and that's what, that's kind of what we were like, uh, touching on before in the sense of, that's why the, the writing of it is so fast-paced and it moves because everything flows with the music that Brandon makes. So a lot of the times it's like it's difficult to write a scene without without the music in mind because the music is driving the scene and it kind of has to make sense in the music. So that definitely um, – and that's when he says like, you know, we pick it. We start a scene with like this song that he wants to emulate. So they, at least we're writing with like that song in mind. So it kind of gives you the tempo and the flow of the scene. And then sometimes though, we will like you know scenes will just be written without any need for music at all. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be working on it, and then I'll I'll be like, oh, this thing yeah. could totally work. Exactly. Because like you know we, like we know that like music is going to pretty much fill a lot of it. Not every single second. There are seconds where there's no music or like 30 minutes, you know, even minutes sometimes when there's no music, but for the most part, rarely, rarely. But like we, you know, but we will write 
to you know knowing all right this could possibly have nothing behind it and usually the the opening thing that the narrator will say I never really have that music ready or prepared until I'm mixing and making the episode that's something that I kind of come up with once I've gotten a feel for the episode and have been working on it and then I think like okay this like would be a cool start to this or this is like something you know it's it's it, it's really kind of a free for all with that. I have a lot of freedom with that. So it's a shit show. It's, it's a shit shit. No, but um, it's it's fun because a lot of <laughs> a lot of it's planned and a lot of it's kind of in the moment when making it. I guess the other question is: Do you guys uh, are you that? What's the next uh, step for the uh, podcast? Sure. Uh, well, again, so kind of the whole thing with creating it into a, a podcast was for people to hear it, obviously. Um, and it was something tangible that we could do together because Brandon's, I mean, he's in, he's a wizard behind the the computer in the sense of making music and producing it. So like making it into something that we, you know, he could actually functionally do by himself that we could create together in the sense of like, we can make it and we don't need to rely on anybody else to like produce it. We don't need to rely on anybody else to film it. We don't need to have any animators. We don't have to have anything. We can all do it by our, we can do it by ourselves. But the next step with it was for someone to hear and then be like, oh, shit, well, I could see this as an animated cartoon series. I could see this as uh, a series of some sort. So the next step would be to kind of either, like, get it produced that way or, honestly, just to keep doing what we're doing and making it an epic epic, podcast because we're having so much fun doing that and all the voiceover work and all the voices with it anyway. So it's just like, why kind of stop a stop a good thing that we're doing in the sense like there's no reason to change it yet so kind of the next step is just keep it rolling here yeah just keep having fun with it because yeah like Matt was too much fun yeah like this is you know these like for me it's a dream role like I'm getting to play these roles that I never would have gotten to play auditioning as an actor like these like we wanted to create things that no one was creating but also like things that would be perfect for us like like Oswald like Benjamin Oswald Matt's main character like like, that's a character I've never seen, like, anywhere before. And, you know, it's so cool getting to do these, like, I keep saying dream roles, but, like, like these really are my dream roles. Yeah. Like, like, getting to, like, I'm not, I really don't have a strong desire to, like, oh, maybe I'll get that TV show part one day. Like, I still would love something like that, especially if it's with a team of great people. But, like, I, having this chance to, like, work on these characters and, and know that, like, the possibilities are kind of endless. We can take the show in a lot of different directions yeah. while still having an end game and knowing where it's going to go. But, like, that's the dog. Sorry. That's the dog Ashton, who the show is, you know, based actually on. based on Ashton the dog. I wish really. you could see him right now. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully that answers your question. Cool. Do you guys have any actual influences? Or, I mean, as far as, or is it just simply something you're just playing around with? I mean... Oh, influences in the sense of how this was created... Uh, Absolutely. And Brandon take that question. Yeah, so I actually, besides having pages of shit, I also keep pages of, like, my influences so I never forget. I'm, I'm, I just love folders of shit. Um, hold up. So, like, 30 Rock, Parks and Recreation, The Office, uh, South Park, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Just in the sense of the detail of that show. Like, okay. the detail of that, like, of Game of Thrones is just unbelievable. The I story mean, building. Truly. The um, music. Yeah. Uh, the show Friends, Family Guy, The Simpsons, Futurama, Lost. Like, like, th- like so many shows, they're all, those are all different. Some of those are animated. Some of those were, like, actually detailed dramas and stuff. But, like, all of those come into this. I take, yeah. like, like what I, especially music-wise, yeah. like, I take what I loved from, like, Game of Thrones, which was that, like, every character or every place or every kind of feeling 
had its own music that would change. Like it would be the same melody, but like the, like the, the instruments maybe would change. But like you would know, like oh, when jo- when John Snow comes on screen, you're like you have that music with him too yeah. that like reminds you of him. So right. we wanted to kind of put that into the show and kind of give even Ashton the dog, you know, his own music yeah. that like makes you think of him because especially since you can't see the beauty of him in the podcast. We needed to do everything audio-wise to show how beautiful he is. Music definitely helps with that. That's right. Cool. Have you listened to any of the old, um, the, I mean, the original uh, serials, the radio serials? Um, um, no, I have, actually. I think so. I think, we, I, didn't think I, I, didn't think I know what you're talking about. I mean, we're talking like the old like Superman, Captain America, that sort of thing. Oh no, no, I, no, I, no! I didn't never watch no, the old no, no, ones. No, no. If, like if you're talking about superhero stuff, I've I've seen uh, yeah, no. the, like a lot of the Marvel movies though, and they do a great job of you know connecting stories and stuff. Oh no, I'm talking about the old radio serials back when they everybody had a radio instead of a TV in the house. Yeah, it's, probably. No, I don't think so. Not really, but you know, like, it's, be it is. It is. You'd be interested because it is very similar to this. My uh, my mom used to play records of um, something like that that she had but it, I don't know if it was ever on the radio but it was just an audio story that was just you just listen to and it's kind of these people acting out these scenes so yeah it's like you spent an entire summer just listening to some of the old time uh, serials and it was just sort of fun seeing what they were trying to pull off and how they were doing it, like with the sound effects and the music and that sort of thing so oh, yeah I've heard about that so I'll throw you guys uh, I'll email you guys a link for that Oh, cool. nice. Thank awesome. you. So, my personal favorite in there is old time radio. So, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? My, something from there might just influence one of a future yeah. episode. Real loud on Benjamin. The way they speak. I love yeah. it. Uh, old time uh, radio. Yeah. Dapper Dan. Hey. Uh, we have Dapper Dan here. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, of course, the, what do you guys do in your uh, real life? I mean, what do you guys do if you get money? Um, so I do, for a long time, I was, uh, doing some bartending, um, just keeping my head afloat doing that. I grew up in the service industry. My parents owned a, uh, a restaurant growing up, um, and also they did, like, a lot of real estate, so I was kind of always involved in, uh, the restaurant industry. Um, and in the last, since I moved to New York, I've been doing that, and some, before I worked in the service industry here, I was doing, like, on-end jobs, like, I helped, like, I was tutoring kid, a kid. I helped, like, random shit on Craigslist, with Craigslist, which was sketchy. But then I found my bartending job that was good. Um, and other than that, just trying to try to stay as, uh, aside from writing and creating, just try to stay as active as possible. Just get outside, get in the woods, do some hiking, that kind of stuff. Other than that, just, you know, trying to, uh, yeah, keep my head afloat in this crazy city that is New York. I mean, bouncing off that, I I uh, was serving and bartending to, at a very small bar, nothing like Matt's, but it was uh, I worked there for like two and a half years. Um, I had a bunch of other jobs. I was at like Hard Rock Cafe for six months. I was Just at a nightmare. I mean, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to say anything bad about against Hard Rock, but they nah, did um, they did you know it was, it was not the best. <laughs> nah, not dude, uh, it's cool. I don't I don't want to go on a podcast and slam a company. But, uh, <laughs> no. no, Hard Rock's great, man. Go eat there. Yeah, go eat at Hard Rock. Um, yeah, Times Square. You don't want to miss it. Um, no, but uh, I, I worked at a few other places. But uh, uh, growing up too, I, I was a camp counselor for many years, and then I, I was a teacher at the camp, uh, like a, a theater camp, where um, I spent a lot of my life. Uh, so that was that was really fun. Yeah, but, yeah. 
Those, those were my money making jobs. Yeah, and then always tried to still do theater and stuff. Like we, we both we both went to school for uh, we went to the same college, and uh, he went. Brandon went to school for musical theater, and I went to school for acting. So still auditioning here in the city for you know. Oh yeah, so the plan so. you know to be actors and and make money from that, but you got to in order to be an actor, you have to spend a lot of time working and not acting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is <laughs> the worst thing about it. And a lot of people who you know call themselves you know create you know they. They go to school, or they get a degree in musical theater or acting, and then they go and they come to either, you know, here, L.A., Chicago, New Orleans, wherever the hell you're going, but you're just waiting around for people to audition you. You're just waiting for people to call you in. You you wait for to get an agent. And that was something that, you know, Brandon and myself just never were about. So we kind of just decided to make our own material, and that's why we created Relying on Benjamin's was just – proactively just making our own stuff and then aside from this we do a lot of filming we do a lot of sketch comedy we do a lot of uh other stuff live action that we just like to be in film on camera and just kind of get going as much as possible and for the most part i'm like always listening to something like a podcast or music and i'm, I'm always making music like if it's not for benjamin's um i, I have a hip-hop electronic album that i made i spent like four years working on um, I have another album coming out. I'll probably release it next month. Honestly, that's that's in the back burner in my mind. I'm so focused on relying on Benjamins that like thinking about like releasing an album is not even that big. Like it's not a big thing to me anymore because I spent so I, sometimes I'll spend like years and years working on something and then I'll get into another project and then I'll be like, oh yeah, this thing I need to release. Let me. So it's like six years ago that I started my second album, but but now I'm so focused on Benjamins that like it's all kind of yeah, into the back burner. Yeah, that's just all been in the back burner. Um, but still there. But still there. Still there. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of time I'm just I'm spending my time making music in all forms and trying to learn. Like, like I'm trying to always explore genres and you know just things that I now I'm like I love jazz and I never used to love jazz at all. But now because I'm trying to get better at it, I want to put a lot of jazz into Benjamin's more and more, um, and then trying to put my own spin on it too. So <laughs> spending a lot of time listening to music, love music. Cool. Uh, if you guys do do that, you guys you guys have a YouTube channel or just the uh, relying on the Benjamins podcast? Um, no, there is. We there was a YouTube channel, but I also I tried promoting it on other videos, yeah. and, and I, I worked really hard doing that actually, and then it got taken down because I was violating the terms of service. Yeah. I, I was not supposed to be commenting about my podcast on like Family Guy videos, which I which I did because I thought you know people watching Family Guy that hey they like this podcast. Right, so, but also like right now, yes, there is so, more so, more content's coming out on the YouTube channel for sure. Soon, yeah. soon, 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 soon. But right now, the main thing is just on the pot wherever you can get the podcast. That's where it is. So yeah. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, pretty much everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. I was pointing that out because uh, there's a guy called uh, Kurt Snyder uh, who's basically trying to get together a lot of YouTube uh, song people or music people. Oh, okay. I'll definitely look that up, Kurt Snyder. So he does a lot. They do a lot of uh, covers with a lot of I want to say B listers, mm-hmm. like Sam Sweet, that that sort of thing. You know, people you've seen in movies and TV oh, all Sam. over the place. Great. I'm sorry. He's great though, Sam Sweet. Oh yeah, he's incredible. I mean, a lot of the people that show up in the Kurt Snyder videos are absolutely, it's, you know, just really great stuff to watch. For sure, I'll check those out. Thank you. So. um... 
And also, if you consider voice acting, because I think you guys would be great at it. I mean, we're doing it, you yeah. know? We're, we're living it right now. So, yeah. like, yeah, people hear this, and they want to use us for something else. Voice Here's our resume. Right. Hell yeah. yeah. Voice over work is a dream. Absolutely. So that's kind of what we want to do anyway. Yeah, so, so like, like, this is our resume for yeah. it, you know? Like, if you like the things we're doing on this, hire us for whatever project you want. Yeah. Here's our reel. Yeah. We'll give you the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we say eat. You definitely, I can't believe you guys have that thick of a Bible. It's just, it's just so, so, sort of outrageous. Yeah. Well, I mean, also it goes to say that just constant, like just the constant work of chipping away at something and not let it, and again, writing everything down. And Brandon, again, does a fantastic job with like organizing everything on Evernote and keeping it. So it was, the Bible wasn't made over <laughs> A week, no, a year. It's, it's, yeah, it's been like it's five, five years. Yeah. It's five years five of making years this thing. So it's like, yeah, it's outrageous, but it's not outrageous in the same sense because of how much work that's been put into the show. Yeah, and like how – and it's like funny because when, when we use it, it's so quick that you need to pop into it sometimes, but it's so necessary because you'll be writing something and you're like – Oh damn! What's that dog's name of this handler that's at the the Lester vs. Nicky and Oliver Snagworth client? Oh, what? oh, there it is. There we go. And then you know yeah. that like, okay, continue uh, like making the story make sense. Yeah, it's airtight. Yeah, didn't mess anything up. Yeah, there's no holes. Yeah, I don't want any holes. Trying to work as hard as we can to make sure there's no holes in this. We story. don't want any Starbucks cups. But you know, if there's a hole in the story, the narrator could just be like, "Oh, totally messed that part up." No, that didn't happen. Just so that's why, like, the narrator's great well, these, too. These writers suck, man. Yeah, these because writers. because as as hard as we're working on this, like, you know, we're all like not perfect, so there could be mistakes to be made. But the narrator, but is, there's not. But there's not. But, but there's not. But the narrator can help fix, you know, any of those moments. Do you guys have actual show notes on this, or do you just simply keep, you know, general track? I mean, how do you basically keep track of the chronology? Um, yeah, no, it's all in the Bible of the show, yeah. all the all the separate notes on Evernote, um, you know, just the different folders. Yeah, and also just knowing the show really well. Yeah, then it kind of seeps into your brain. Yeah, because we're just like, oh, well, we did this last episode, or no, we can't do that because this is happening later season. It's just... But sometimes you got to be careful because, like, I'll, even as well as I think I know the show, sometimes I'll be writing something and I'll be like, Oh, wait, that happened two weeks ago. I wrote it happened well, we four did, weeks ago. We even did that the other day with something in the sense of having, I mean, with uh, Oswald and uh, wanting to date. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, but yeah. We, it happens. So, yeah, happens it happens. Sense. So, we oh, have wait, to... we can't do that because of this reason that we're not going to. But, yes, it's it happens all the time because there's so many moving parts in the show that it, it, it sometimes, you know, we forget something, <laughs> you know, that we write. So, the Bible is extremely useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I keep, uh, you know, I've got to a point where I've actually, in some cases, done some really extreme Bibling myself. It's just sort of interesting to see somebody. It, basically, as bare bones as your show appears to be, it's sort of interesting to see how much depth is actually beyond oh. just what you're seeing. For sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's our goal. It's the fact that we want everyone to have no clue. Yeah, you know, and like I, I it took me five times to watch Game of Thrones before I knew what was happening in it. But like that fifth time, I was like. Oh my god, that's okay. All right. So like I think that might happen with this show. You know, people might like it and they might be like, "Oh yeah, let me listen to that like thing again." And well, then they'll, they'll be like, be- "Oh, I didn't I never noticed that." And then they'll be like, "Oh, I didn't never noticed that either." And then I feel like they might be like a third time they'll yeah. be like, "Oh, wow, there's so many Whoa. things I never I think just there's just so much detail in it that I think it'll be a fun little adventure every time you listen. And to especially it. when you're listening to something and you're not seeing it, so it's going to be harder to understand. It yeah. Obviously. So like the goal is to one day I want to put out you know all the scripts from this um, and just release it with the podcast, so that way you know you could read it as you follow along and really you know have everything in front of you, which I think will help people. 
So I guess that brings up the other fun part. What's the, have you guys got any plans for merchandise yet or anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like we're not there yet right now because we don't have the money or, you know, the because we and we need to just keep f- focusing on making the show as great as we can. Yeah. And then when we're at a level where it's like we have kind of an audience established, like then, you know, be ready to but like all these fake companies and bands and like mainly Ashton. But like Ashton, you know, Ashton. like, yes, <laughs> I should have said that first. Yeah. My bad. The Ashton merchandise yeah. is really what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't make like the star that the logo of the podcast is for now, like with Ashton's face on it, like that could be on T-shirts and stuff. But like, you know, we like there's so many, so many different things that we can make. But um, all, a lot of my ideas are like T-shirts and hats. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that socks. Yeah. Socks. Nothing sick socks. Maybe some it. pajama pants. Yeah. You know, but nothing crazy, at least as of now. Yeah. Merch is kind of uh, it'll come when it when we uh, when we're able to do it. We're not really too focused on that right now. Maybe 30 years down the line, a whole theme park based on this show. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be scary. <laughs> it would definitely be scary. No, it would. It would. <laughs> It'd be yeah. The 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 ride. I'm, I'm picturing it now. It wouldn't go well. So. It would be. It would be great. The homeless man ride. Yeah, you but never come off. Having to keep regulations of safety concerns. It's a whole <laughs> oh no, we wouldn't have anything to do with that. No, no, no. we would just give them an idea and run. All right. So if it's run perfectly well, then yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> I can just see you guys having a. Can you can you survive being a landlord at this uh, place <laughs> yeah. ride? Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Uh, honestly, I don't do this. Um, for, uh, you guys do you any graphics yourself, or is just simple, you basically just playing around with it right now? Um, I do a bunch of graphics myself, not specifically for this show, but yeah. I spent a lot of my life like like making animations on a computer. Um, cause I was very inspired by like, you know, my favorite cartoons, like family guy as a kid. Like I would, I would pause family guy and like, like study a certain character and like try to draw it. I got really good at drawing Peter Griffin's head. So in high school and college, I would, if I was ever bored, I'd just walk into a classroom and draw. So, you know, so I spent a lot of time yeah. working with that, but nothing specifically for this show though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely something I want to play around with. All right. All right. And I guess we might as well do the whole, any final thoughts, anything we haven't covered that you guys like to mention or anything like that? Uh, I think we've covered every possible thing we yeah, could about this As show. long as you have anything else you want to ask, like, nah, I think it's pretty much what Rely on Benjamin's is. I think you got a pretty good understanding of it. Okay. And, of course, the obligatory, go ahead and plug. Sounds great. You can find Relying on Benjamin's created by myself, Brandon Shapiro, and... Uh, myself, Matt Miller. You can on, find it on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify... Whatever, pod, whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, go ahead and check it out. If you're bored on a car drive in quarantine, it's the perfect, perfect podcast to listen to. Absolutely. Just binge that. we got five episodes right now. Episode six comes out June 1st, and we'll have a new episode the first of every month. They're about 25, 30 minutes each. And then also go follow at Relying on Benjamins on Instagram. And then uh, follow our personal accounts, too. You'll actually get more posts on there because the, the Instagram for Relying on Benjamins is a work in progress. Yeah, but yeah, we're, yeah. But uh, my Instagram is at Brandon Shapiro. And mine's at, uh, at Matt O. Miller. So check us out. Check us out. Cool. It's been great having you guys on. Thanks, man. Great talking to you, yeah, man. We appreciate it. A lot of fun. If you're interested in helping support the show, please check us out over at patreon.com slash two sparrows, T-W-O. We offer different types of tips, tricks, and all that for surviving the sobriety's life, as well as unedited versions of certain interviews. Yeah, they were either ran too long or they needed to be, shall we say, bleeped out. Those are available in their unaltered form at patreon.com slash two sparrows, T-W-O. Also, I'm currently working on trying to get transcripts up, so there are occasional transcripts of shows. Expect to see more of those over the coming months. 
And of course, if you want to see a much more curated version of this podcast, head over to YouTube. Yes, Webcomics Reviews and Interviews has its very own special YouTube channel where we actually break this down into various different playlists regarding different topics as well as separating out the reviews as well as the interviews. Straight up, and we also add in the Alexa Flash Briefs as well as some of the mini-casts that you'll find, be finding on the Patreon.com account. So definitely check that out. Last but not least, I do have a couple of books available on Amazon.com under Jameis Jochum. J-A-M-A-I-S J-O-C-H-I-M. Obviously, the character building book is up, and I've also got the How to Create a Comic workbook up as well. Both of those are really great if you're trying to basically just figure out how to write a comic. Again, thanks, and have a great evening.